p.m. Ten minutes ahead of the scheduled start time. Starting lineup brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. It's Hayden Todd, Aiden Sims to lead things off. Sims, uh, Todd plays second base. Sims plays center field. The pitcher batting third. It's Colby Maxwell for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Keller Lowry is the third baseman for Valley Caledonia. This one hit on the ground towards third. Sliding stop by Cameron Reese. Crossed the diamond to first in time. And we've got one away in the top half of inning number one. 5-3 ground out from Hayden Todd. Kella Lowry bats fourth. He'll be playing third base. The first baseman across the diamond from him is K.J. Tiffenauer. He'll be batting fifth in the order. Ethan Tiffenauer plays left field. He'll be batting sixth. It's Noah Maxwell, the shortstop, batting seventh for Valley Caledonia. As this one popped up, left field, playable, and it drops just along the line. One pitch to Aiden Sims. He slides into second base and out by a mile. Had a single, tried to push it to a double, but got gunned down by Jesse Mack. And now that'll bring Colby Maxwell to the plate. We'll see if we can even get through the lineups here or if this is going to be a quick inning for Garrett Mork and the Bismarck Indians. Digging in is Colby Maxwell. Rest of the lineup for Valley Caledonia. Noah Maxwell plays shortstop. He's the seven hitter as there's a pitch taken for a strike. Drew McLean is the catcher and Cole Kearns is the right fielder. First pitch of this ballgame, by the way, it's brought to you by John Boyd with Boyd and Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. Miss the zone. One ball, one strike your count. The 1-1 from Garrett Mork. Caught the outside corner of the plate for a strike. One and two. Fielding alignment for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. We'll get it in quickly here. Isaiah Faulkner in left, Ian Bone in center with Sven Wilson in right field. The infield around the horn is there's a breaking ball that's fought off foul. Cameron Reese, Jesse Mack, the shortstop, Joey Randazzo at second, and Carter Hedrick at first, and the battery. Behind the plate, it's Gavin Butry, and in the, on the hill, it's Garrett Mork, junior righty for the Bismarck Indians. Fastball, curveball, and kind of a slider, and you saw it right there. That one swung on and missed for strike three from Colby Maxwell. I'll tell you next time they come to uh, the mound, Garrett Mork does, why it's sort of a slider. But it's a seven pitches, three up, three down, courtesy of Sims being gunned down at second, top of the first inning. To the bottom half we go. Bismarck Indians will bat for the first time this game. No score between Bismarck and Valley Caledonia on AM 1240 KFMO. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. 
Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round and return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. Back here at Bismarck High School, home of the Indians, and we'll see them bat for the first time this game as we head to the bottom of the first inning. No score between Bismarck and Valley Caledonia. As Valley Caledonia, Colby Maxwell, their starter, he's going through his final warm-up tosses. Starting lineup brought to you by Shelter Insurance, Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance, 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955. Gavin Butry leads things off, the senior catcher for the Bismarck Indians. He'll be followed in the order by right, heel, right fielder and junior Sven Wilson. The pitcher for Bismarck bats third, it's Garrett Mork. Followed up by him, it's Carter Hedrick, the senior first baseman for the Indians. Manning the shortstop position and batting fifth, it's Jesse Mack. Left fielder Isaiah Faulkner bats sixth. The second baseman is Joey Randazzo. He'll be batting seventh today. The DH is Chad Dickey. He'll be batting in place of third baseman Cameron Reese. And rounding out the lineup for the Bismarck Indians is Ian Bone. He'll be playing center field today for Bismarck. Again, it's Butry, Wilson, Mork, Hedrick, Mack, Faulkner, Randazzo, Dickey, and Bone under sixth-year head coach Chris Hayes of the Bismarck Indians. Butry steps in, swings at the first pitch he sees, pops it way up into the air. Right field, Cole Kearns moves around a little bit as he's tracking it. He's got it for out number one. Introduced to you, Cole Kearns in right field. Let's bring you the rest of the starting alignment in the field for the vi uh, visiting Valley Caledonia Vikings. Ethan Tiffenauer is in left with Aiden Sims in center. The infield goes Keller Lowry at third base, Noah Maxwell at shortstop, Hayden Todd at second base, and KJ Tiffenauer at first. Drew McLean's behind the dish with Colby Maxwell on the hill. Fastball, curveball, changeup. That's what Maxwell throws. First pitch to Sven Wilson. Misses on the inside part of the plate for a ball. Count is 1-0. Pitch, swung on and miss. And the count sits one and one as Ven Wilson behind on that one. In the right-handed batter's box, straight up stance and waves at one, way upstairs in the zone, trying to shorten up his swing and just make some sort of contact with it. But he waves at it, and the count is one and two. Here's the pitch from Maxwell. Breaking ball, nasty. Dropped in the bucket on Ven Wilson. Strike three. And down on strikes goes Wilson, and there's two away in the bottom of the first inning. First strikeout of the game for Maxwell, and that will bring Colby Maxwell, or Garrett Mork, rather, to the plate. Pitcher versus pitcher battle. First pitch in there for a strike. Working quickly, Colby Maxwell. He's set at the letters. The righty delivers. Another filthy breaking ball dropped in for a strike. 0-2 oh, goes the count quickly. Mork digs back in. Slightly open stance. The 1-1. Waves a fastball upstairs. Excuse me, it was 0-2. Oh, and, and it's strike three. Down on strikes goes Garrett Mork. And down in order go the Bismarck Indians. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. Just an eight-pitch inning from Colby Maxwell to end the first. We're through one inning of play, no score. We see the Valley Caledonia Vikings return to the plate when we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO.
Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, or dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture, in style and in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. Top half of inning number two, no score. Valley Caledonia, Bismarck, and it's the Valley Caledonia Vikings back up to the plate. And there's that sort of slider from Garrett Mork that misses low for a ball. Count is 1-0. and Here comes another pitch. And there's the breaking ball, a curveball that time. Swung on a miss for a strike. So it's a fastball, curveball, and kind of a slider. That's what was told to me by Chris Hayes, the head coach of the Bismarck Indians. As there it is again, called a strike. And I asked, what do you mean by sort of a slider? He said, well, it's technically speaking a knuckle curve, but it moves like a slider. And that thing moves in all caps like a slider. And that one dropped in for strike three. Down on strikes on that same slider goes Keller, Tiff or Keller Lowry, rather. And that brings KJ Tiffenauer to the plate. Slightly closed stance in the right-handed batter's box for him. And there's the curveball missing on the inside part of the plate for a ball. That thing has some serious lateral break from Garrett Mork. The one out. Swung on and missed for a strike. Counts it's all even at one and one. KJ Tiffenauer awaiting the pitch. Here it comes. Pokes the bat at it and gets a piece of it. Two hops to Garrett Mork as he loses his footing just a little bit with the all-dirt infield, but still has plenty of time to toss on to Carter Hedrick at first. And there's two down in the top of the second inning. And with two away, Ethan Tiffenauer digs into the plate. Six hitter for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Hammers the first pitch he sees to left field, but it's hanging up there. Faulkner to the gap and he's got it for out number three another quick half inning in the top half of the second inning between that and the early start does somewhere someone have somewhere to go in this game today we're already through an inning and a half no score valley caledonia and bismarck the bismarck indians come into the plate when we return after this on kfmo you're blazing down the trail your hair blowing in the wind you can smell the bonfire smoke from your brand new side by side the one you got for free. How? Simply use your First State Community Bank Debit MasterCard and enter for a chance to win one of 10 prizes, including a $50,000 grand prize. Visit fscb.com slash grand giveaways for a complete list of prizes and details. First State Community Bank, member FDIC. 
Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Avishan on Benham Street in Bon Terre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. It's back. What's back, Charlotte? I'm not going back to work. No, silly. The pretzel crust pizza at Little Caesars. Ah, so customers can once again enjoy a pretzel crust topped with creamy cheddar cheese and loaded pepperoni. Yum. Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready from 4 to 8 for only $6.99. So try one today. Charlotte, I say pretzel, you say... Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. Oh, well, at least it's back. Bottom of the second inning, still searching for our first score of the game. Technically speaking, we've got our first base runner back in the first, but he didn't last very long. In fact, got gunned down trying to push a single to a double. And we start off the bottom half of the second inning with Carter Hedrick leading things off, and he's behind on a fastball from righty Colby Maxwell. Count is 0-1. Check swing. They're going to say yes. Carter Hedrick went around on that one. And the count quickly 0-2 on Hedrick. Both these pitchers working absolutely quickly in this game, working quickly. We're already in the bottom of the second inning. If you're joining us late, we had a 4:20 first pitch today. First pitch was scheduled to happen three minutes ago. The 2 fastball upstairs, and Maxwell again gets the Bismarck Indians to chase it, and they go down on strikes. It's Hedrick for the first out. I'll now bring five-hitter Jesse Mack to the plate. Taking his time digging into the batter's box, and now he will step into the right-handed batter's box. Colby Maxwell, stiff as a statue, just awaiting the green light, and he fires a fastball upstairs. Mack this time holds off on it. That's one that we've seen a lot of Bismarck Indians through this game already. Just attack. Fastball upstairs. Maxwell's got him chasing it. The 1-0. Swung on and miss. Mack chases a plate on the outside part of the plate, and we're all even at one ball, one strike. Colby Maxwell wasting no time. Here's the 1-1. Outside again. Got enough of the zone. It's called a strike, and the count sits 1-2. and two. Maxwell set at the chin. And the 1-2. Upstairs misses for a ball. Two balls, two strikes, your count. After Jesse Mack, it's Isaiah Falconer who's due up next. Here's the 2-2. High and outside, missing for a ball. Count runs full, three and two. Good at bat from Jesse Mack. He'll dig back in. Slightly closed stance in the right-handed batter's box. Here comes the three-two. Swung on a miss. He's behind on the fastball, low and away. And it's strike three for strikeout number four already from Colby Maxwell. That's four out of the five outs he's produced. That'll bring Isaiah Faulkner to the plate. Looking at a potential, another quick half inning here. High and inside, the fastball will force Faulkner to lean back a little bit, and it's taken for ball one. The 1-0. Lower part of the plate, a little too low, it misses for a ball. 2-0 and oh goes your count. The 
pitch. Fought off foul, two and one. Faulkner on the season so far, a 231 batting average. As he digs into the right-handed batter's box. Now he'll step out here as Colby Maxwell wants to make some adjustments to the mound. Maxwell ready to grok. The 2-1. Low missing for a ball. 3-1. and one. We're seeing a lot more patience from Jesse Mack and here Isaiah Faulkner. In these last two at-bats for Bismarck. Not quite the aggressiveness that we saw in the first four batters they sent to the plate. Called strike. Colby Maxwell paints the inside part of the plate. And the count runs full for the second at-bat in a row. Three and two. Maxwell kicks, fires. It's ball four. Missing way upstairs for a ball. Faulkner, first base runner of the game for the Bismarck Indians. Mentioned before, we've technically had our first base runner of the game in Aiden Sims, but he didn't last very long for Valley Caledonia. Second batter of the game. He reached on a single that he tried to push on a double, on a pop fly, just down the left field line that was barely fair. First pitch misses on the inside part of the plate for a ball to Joey Randazzo. Seven hitter up at the plate for the Bismarck Indians with a runner at first in Faulkner. Not an average lead over there at first. A couple looks that way from Colby Maxwell. Fastball swung on and missed. One and one your counts. Maroon uniforms for the Bismarck Indians with Indians written in cursive along the front of the uniform with black letters and a white trim around them. Matching the numbers on the uniform as well and matching the trim on the ends of the sleeves and the collar of the uniform to go along with gray pants. Swung on and miss. Fastball downstairs. Randazzo chases it. White hats for the Bismarck Indians as well with a maroon cap. Maxwell. Takes his time, now he'll step off. Valley Caledonia, meanwhile, sporting the black uniforms this afternoon. Vikings written across the front in red letters with a yellow trim, inverse colors for the numbers on the uniform. Upstairs, misses for a ball. Matches a white and red piping that goes around the entirety of the uniform. Runner goes, swung on a miss, strike three. They tried the hit and run, but Joey Randazzo couldn't hit the pitch low and away on the outside part of the plate. And we're through two innings completes. No runs, no hits, no errors, and a runner left stranded on base by the Bismarck Indians. We're scoreless through two to the third inning we go. This inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sanskron, Farmington, and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. Hi, Kimber Monroe, local attorney and proud sponsor of high school sports. With over 20 years of legal experience, I'm here to help you. That's Kimber Monroe at KimberMonroeLaw.com. The choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based on advertising. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We are proud to be a part of high school sports. Top of the third inning, no score. Valley Caledonia Vikings back up at the plate 
and we'll see their order completed once through when this inning is all said and done, no matter what happens. Uh, seven, eight, and nine are all due up. It's Noah Maxwell who will be leading things off for Valley Caledonia. They're starting shortstop this afternoon. Garrett Mort and Colby Maxwell already appear to be locked in a pitcher's duel with one another through two innings. They've each allowed just one base runner. They couldn't reach second base successfully, either one of them, though. Mork, working quickly as he's set at the belt, tries the breaking ball once again. It's that slider high and inside that misses for a ball. Looks like he released it just a little too early, and the count sits 1-0. Here he comes again. This time the outside part of the plate missing with the fastball. 2-0 your count. Maxwell digs back in. And the pitch way upstairs, missing for a ball. And now Moore kind of turns to his dugout and shaking his head. I don't know what's going on out there, but it wasn't anyone from the dugout that threw that pitch. Kind of just looked like it slipped out of his hand there. The 3-0 right down Broadway for strike one. A get-me-over strike from Garrett Mork. He's worked efficiently through his first two innings. Just seven in the first inning, four in the second. That one fought off foul for the fifth pitch here in the top of the third. And Noah Maxwell has a full count after getting ahead 3-0. Nice bounce back from Garrett Mork. Mork, breaking ball, misses on the low outside part of the plate. And it's taken for ball four. Maxwell works a leadoff walk to start the top of the third inning. Out-of-town scoreboard check, mineral area overhead door brings it to you. They're located at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. And plenty of other baseball action throughout the listening area today as conference play continues. Valley Catholic and West County faced off earlier today. It was Valley Catholic taking that one by a final of 10 to nothing. Other games throughout the area, Central host Fredericktown, Farmington's at home against Potosi, and St. Genevieve visits North County. Swung and a miss, throw to second, out at second base is Noah Maxwell trying to swipe the bag. Budry just guns him down from behind the plates. And the count now sits 0-1 to Drew McLean with nobody on and one away in the top of the third inning. And we've got time called at the plate. I believe by the catcher, Buter. He steps up for a second, steps aside. Now he's back down as Mork is ready to go. There's that slider once again. They're going to say, yes, Drew McLean went around at it, and he's behind 0-2. Other games going on throughout today outside of baseball and girls' soccer. The Fredericktown Lady Black Cats visit Poplar Bluff. And in boys' tennis, North County is at Potosi, and Farmington takes a trip down south to visit Sykeston. Pitch kicks up some dirt for a ball, one and two. Again, your out-of-town scoreboard check comes courtesy of Mineral Area Overhead Door, providing over 40 years of great service to their customers. Visit them at mineralareadoor.com. Swung on a miss by Drew McLean. He's down on strikes for the third strike out of the game from Garrett Mork, and there's two down in the top of the third inning. Brings Cole Kearns to the plate, nine-hitter for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. And the first pitch to him, he leans out of the way, and it just misses on the inside part of the plate, and Garrett Mork doesn't seem too thrilled at that one. I think he thought that was going to be called a strike. The 0-1, low and outside, missing for a ball. 2-0 your count, Garrett Mork. He sets just above the belt. The 2-0. Low outside corner, missing 3-0. Again, with some words back to the dugout. The 3-0. 
Got the outside part of the plate this time for a get-me-over strike. Three and one your count to Cole Kearns. You got leadoff hitter Hayden Todd due up next. A 3-1. Swung on and miss for strike two. Garrett Mork looking for a quick inning as the home plate umpire is going to step out and just clean off home plate here as some dirt made its way onto the plate. Seldom do you see that in the middle of an at-bat. But there was a fair amount of dirt on it, so it certainly called for it. Count is full at three and two as Kearns digs back in. Mork kicks and fires. Fouled back and out of play behind us. There remains a 3-2 count with two away in the top of the third inning. We're scoreless between Bismarck and Valley Caledonia. MAAA small school battle. The second one we've got on the air for you earlier today. We had Jared Pettis out in St. Genevieve for Valley Catholic's 10-0 victory over West County. And the pitch misses low and inside for a ball. Second walk of the inning worked by the Valley Caledonia Vikings, and that'll bring the top of the order back to the plate. As Hayden Todd steps to the plate. Noah Maxwell got gunned out, trying to swipe second. We'll see how aggressive Valley Caledonia gets with Cole Kearns at first base. He's got a big lead over at first. First pitch to Todd, missing on the inside part of the plate. And the count's 1-0. Kearns, not quite as big a lead this time over at first. And the pitch taken on the lower part of the plate for a strike. It's Todd, and the count sits one and one. Hayden Todd back in his first at-bat, grounded out to Cameron Reese at third. The 1-1, there's that filthy front door slider, and it's taken for a strike. Looked like out of the hand, it was potentially going to hit Todd and just gets the low inside corner. The one-two. Called strike three. Fastball painting the low outside corner. And we are through two and a half innings of play as we head to the bottom of the third inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. And courtesy of the caught stealing, only one runner left on base. Bismarck with Dickey, Bone, and Butery up to the plate when we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. Hi folks, this is Randy Hulsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Banking with people like you. Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you. Unico Bank. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus. Chris Offenberg, GM Superstore in Farmington. First State Community Banks. We'll let home furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington. And Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. 8-9-1 due up for the Bismarck Indians. No score. Bottom of the third inning. Valley Caledonia Vikings. Colby Maxwell back on the hill. 
And he powers the lower part of the strike zone. And the count sits 0-1 to Chad Dickey, who will lead things off. Pair freshmen batting here in the bottom of the order for the Bismarck Indians. The 0-1. Outside part of the plate called a strike quickly. It's an 0-2 count to Chad Dickey, the DH, batting in place of third baseman Cameron Reese. The 0-2. Swung on and missed. Strike three. It's dropped by the catcher, McLean. But he, with an easy lob over to first, gets Chad Dickey out with a couple strides to spare. And there's one away in the bottom of the third inning. Already the sixth strikeout from Colby Maxwell. All but one out has been produced via the K for Maxwell. Ian Bone digs in to the left-handed batter's box. And the first pitch to him, it's a fastball. He scoots back away from it, but he might have been crowded on the plate too close as that one called a strike. Maxwell set at the chin, turns, and delivers the 0-1. Off speed, bit of an uncomfortable check swing from Ian Bone. Probably should have swung at it. Count now quickly 0-2. Here's the pitch. Inside part of the plate called strike three. Ian Bone down on strikes. And that is the seventh strikeout from Colby Maxwell. And with two away, that will bring Butry up to the plate. Second time through the order for the Bismarck Indians. Pop out to right field. That's the day so far for Butry. Maxwell attacks with the right hand, and this one hit in the air. Right field and deep, backing up is Cole Kearns. He's got it for another quick half inning as one, two, three go the Bismarck Indians in order. We are through three innings complete and still searching for our first score of the game as Colby Maxwell needs just seven pitches to send down the Bismarck Indians. 0-0, your score between Bismarck and Valley Caledonia as we head to the fourth on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978 for your auto, home, or business, is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace, we can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor high school sports online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches. One in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. Top of the fourth inning we go. No score. Valley Caledonia and Bismarck 
and seldom many hits as well. In fact, we've got just one, and the guy up at the plate's got it. It's Aiden Sims, and he takes the first pitch. Fastball on the outside part of the plate. A little too far outside. It's a ball. It was a pop fly that hugged the third baseline as this one fought off foul and into the parking lot. Count all even one and one. Aiden Sims popped it up the third baseline, and it just stayed fair. And he tried to push his single to a double, but got gunned out by a mile. This time he hammers one, a line drive over the head of Joey Randazzo, who leaps up to try to make a play on it. And into right center field for a base hit. Aiden Sims with a pair of singles. This time he doesn't push his luck. He stays at first base. And there's one on. Nobody out in the top of the fourth inning. With Colby Maxwell coming to the plate and a chance to help his own cause. Maxwell, great game on the mound so far. Already seven strikeouts at the plate. Small sample size, but he's got another strikeout there. He's just struck out once. Mork set, working from the stretch. Missing on that slider. A little too much break on it that time. And the count sits 1-0. Throw back to first. Diving back in time is Sims. As digging back into the right-handed batter's box is Maxwell. Mork, peak to first, and delivers the pitch. Slow roller towards third. Mork gets there first, the pitcher. He goes to first. That's the only play he had. And he's got the out at first as Aiden Sims advances to second on the play. First time a base runner on either side has made it safely to second base. A couple have tried. Keller Lowry now digs in. Cleanup hitter for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Strikeout looking, that's his day. Hits this one hard on the ground towards short and underneath the glove of a sliding Jesse Mack. And he's knocked it down, so it slowed it down as well, giving enough time for Aiden Sims to make it all the way around and score from second. It's an RBI single for Keller Lowry, and the Valley Caledonia Vikings strike first. one nothing. they lead. Keller Lowry stands at first following the E6. As a breaking ball dropped in for a strike. Count sits 0-1 to KJ Tiffenauer, who now digs in. He's 0-1 with a ground out back up the middle. Swung on and miss, and the count sits 0-2. Mork set at the belt. Side eyes first. And delivers that sweeping slider for a strike. It's a drop third strike, and now they've got the runner in a rundown as Lowry took off from first base. Back to the first baseman, Hedrick to the shortstop, Jesse Mack, who tags him out. Didn't have to go with the strikeout swinging, but he did inexplicably because Tiffenauer took off for first base. So it's a strike him out, throw him out, double play, two, four, three six and that ends the top of the fourth inning but valley caledonia they do get a run home and they lead one to nothing as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning on the parkland sports leader am 1240 kfmo The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope online at sfccp.org.
Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. If you've slipped into the habit of spending a lazy evening in front of the TV, there's nothing to watch on television. Try the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington for an evening of fun, the tastiest food, and sports on one of their big screens. Challenge your family to shooting some hoops, clearing the pool table, or testing your quickness with one of the video games in the arcade at the bullpen. You'll find something for everyone, including daily specials and events. There's only one way to play in the bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Gilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Bottom of the fourth inning, one nothing. Valley Caledonia leads. We'll see if Bismarck can bounce back as we take a look at the upcoming broadcast schedule. Brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. We are back in action tomorrow morning, 11.30 a.m. pregame for a noon first pitch. We've got our first chance to see Mike McDaniel and the St. Genevieve Dragons as they'll be hosting the Sykeston Bulldogs. After that, we're back on Monday, Central Lady Rebels, West County Lady Bulldogs in what should be a fun softball contest between those two teams. It gets away with a 4 o'clock pregame and a 4.30 first pitch for the full upcoming broadcast schedule. You can go to our website, kfmo.com sports. Again, it's brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. Visit them today for delicious food, fun and games, and watching sporting events on one of their big screens in a family-friendly atmosphere. Visit the Bullpen today in Lettington. First pitch. To Sven Wilson, swung on a miss. He fouls off the second one he sees back. And it's an 0-2 count to the junior right fielder for the Bismarck Indians. Colby Maxwell with the 0-2. Another fastball upstairs that I mentioned before. A couple Bismarck Indians have been chasing that pitch. Sven Wilson, he's done it numerous times, and he does it again there as he fouls that one off to stay alive. Count remains 0-2. Breaking ball dropped in the bucket. Strike three from Colby Maxwell. I think that's the second time he's gotten Sven Wilson with that pitch. It's the second strikeout looking on Wilson. And here comes Garrett Mork to the plate. Pitcher versus pitcher battle. Has bunt shown by Mork, and he tries to poke it up the first baseline, but misses. And the count is 0-1. Valley Caledonia, with the way their pitching has been this season, one run can be enough. In fact, it was enough in their March 23rd contest against Lesterville. Popped up foul territory, first base side. The pitcher, Colby Maxwell, right at the line is there, and he's got it for out number two. Quickly two away in the bottom of the fourth inning, and that brings Carter Hedrick to the plate. First pitch to him. It's a breaking ball that 
Maybe got a piece of either way. It's a swinging strike. Count is 0-1. Maxwell with the 0-1 pitch. Breaking ball, missing on the inside part of the plate. Hendrick got to kind of lean out of the way of that one. Senior first baseman for the Bismarck Indians. He digs back in with the 1-1 count. Lays off a fastball high and outside. Count now sits 2-1. and one. The 2-1. Outside part of the plate, laying off of it again is Hedrick. It's a 3-1 count. Trying to avoid a 1-2-3 inning from Colby Maxwell. Here's the 3-1 pitch. Fouled back, and it got the umpire's mask. Drew McLean has to go track down the ball up the first baseline. Speaking of the Central Lady Rebels, out-of-town scoreboard check. The Central Rebels baseball team, no score through one inning complete between them and the Fredericktown Black Cats. Count now full following the foul ball at three and two, and it's a fastball low and away chased at for strike three by Carter Hedrick as he goes down on strikes. A one, two, three, bottom of the fourth inning for Colby Maxwell and the Valley Caledonia Vikings as the Indians go down in order. It's a one nothing lead for Valley Caledonia through four innings complete. As we head to the fifth, Bismarck trails Valley Caledonia by one on KFMO. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans Mobility App allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal Mobility App in your app store. With Mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility App, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373. Proud to be a part of high school sports. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Top of the fifth inning, one nothing. your score, Valley Caledonia. Drew first blood an inning ago, and they will send six, seven, and eight to the dish here. Six hitter Ethan Diffenauer waves at a first pitch slider, low and away, and the count is 0 and 1. Ethan Diffenauer fly out to left field, and that one fought off foul, and he was the one that was gunned down. Oh, no, excuse me, he was the one. Uh, to lead things off here in the top of the fifth inning. Fights one off foul and swings at strike three. Mork with his sixth strikeout of the game. He's pitched well throughout this contest. Right now he's in line for the loss as he's allowed the lone run of the game. Otherwise, four and a third 
Struck out six, walked two. Breaking ball dropped in for a strike. He's also allowed two hits throughout this game as well. Leo one. Outside part of the plate, missing for a ball. One and one your count. Mork just delivered his 50th pitch of the game, so he's working pretty efficiently as well. The 1-1. One, one. Low missing for a ball. Two and one your count. So the pitch count per inning is gone for Garrett Mork. Seven in the first, eight in the second, 21 in the third inning. But other than that, nine in the fourth, and so far he's got six to produce one out in the top of the fifth inning. And he's got a 2-1 count on Noah Maxwell who digs back in. 2-1, popped up on the infield. Joey Randazzo there, second baseman. He's got it, and there's two down here in the top of the fifth. Randazzo barely had to move to make a play on that one. Had to come in a little bit. And that brings Drew McLean to the plate. Drew McLean has struck out swinging. That's his day so far. First pitch to him. Misses on the inside part of the plate for a ball. Mork sets belly high. The 1-0. Upstairs, 2-0. If Drew McLean can reach base safely, that'll bring Cole Kearns to the plate. And if we get past him, it's back to the top of the order for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Swung on and miss. 2-1 now your count to McLean. Two strikes in the top of the fifth. Or two outs, rather, in the top of the fifth inning. And a one nothing ball game favoring Valley Caledonia. Missing high and outside is Mork. Three and one the count to Drew McLean. Fastball pumped into low outside corner. And the count runs full at three and two. Mork working quickly. The payoff. Misses low for ball four. Drew McLean has worked a walk. And he's on with two down in the top of the fifth inning. Out of town scoreboard check comes courtesy of Mineral Area Overhead Door. Still scoreless after two innings of play between the Central Rebels and the Fredericktown Black Cats. Mineral Area Overhead Door, they install entry and storm doors, decks and railings, beam central vacuum systems, and more for a fullest of services. Visit their website, mineralareadoor.com. They'll bring you the out of town scoreboard check all season long. We got a courtesy runner over at first base. Chase DeClue is in to run. He'll be out there in place of Drew McLean. We'll see how aggressive Valley Caledonia gets with him on the base paths. Garrett Mork wants to find out as well. He throws over to first. DeClue is only just barely getting into his lead, so he gets back in plenty of time. As Mork looks to first. Very conservative lead at first base from DeClue. Is this one hammered into left field? It one hops to Faulkner. The two-out single out of the nine spot for Cole Kearns, and that will bring Hayden Todd to the plate for Valley Caledonia, a chance to add to their one-nothing lead. Hayden Todd grounded out the third, struck out looking. That's his afternoon so far. And he awaits the pitch to begin the third time through the order for Valley Caledonia as he digs into the box. That slider pulled foul. 0-1, oh, your count to Todd. Valley Caledonia 
got their run back in the fourth inning when Aiden Sims led off with a single. Made second base on a ground out from Colby Maxwell, and then an error by the shortstop Jesse Mack brought him around to score. Head on the left-hand side, past the shortstop Jesse Mack into left field for a base hit. The throw comes into the cutoff man Jesse Mack now into home. It was initially a big turnaround third from DeClue, and Mack was kind of just dead set on throwing it home, but if he went to third initially, he could have gotten DeClue a little too far off the bag, I think. We'll see if it comes back to bite the Bismarck Indians as the bases are loaded with Aiden Sims up to the plate. Sims an early contender for some free pizza. He's two for two in the game. You mentioned that single before where he came around and scored. That was in his second at bat back in the first inning. He reached on a single but tried to push it for a double and was out. As the head coach of the Bismarck Indians, Chris Hayes, coming out to have a conversation with Garrett Mork. Mork was in good shape. Two outs, eight hitter up at the plate for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. And Drew McLean, but McLean reached safely. DeClue came into courtesy run. Kearns was able to reach on a single. Hayden Todd has now reached on a single. And you blink, and what's looking like it's going to be a quick inning once again is now shaped up to a bases-loaded situation for Valley Caledonia. They've got the only run of the game looking to add to it here. Left-handed batter's box for center fielder Aiden Sims. It's the first pitch to him. He's waving at it, and he foul tips it into the glove of Butry. And the count is 0-1. Clue at third, Kearns at second, Todd at first. There's the slider from back door on the lefty Aiden Sims, and he stares at it for strike two. Mork, wasting no time at all. The 0-2, poked on the left-hand side. Going to be a tough play. Jesse Max scoops it up, throws to first, not in time. It's an infield single for Aiden Sims. As DeClue comes home to score, it's 2-0 Valley Caledonia. Infield was in, was not in, rather, for the Bismarck Indians. And that's why Jesse Mack on that softly grounded single by Sims had to really come on strong. And Sims now with his third single of the game. Brings Colby Maxwell to the plate. And Maxwell leaned back off the plate by Garrett Moore because he takes a breaking ball inside for ball one. Mork with the one out. Look out, that one way behind. Colby Maxwell, and it ricochets off the padding here at Bismarck High School and right back to Gavin Butry, keeping Kearns at third base. He now stands at third. Todd now stands at second, and with his third single of the game, Sims is at first. The 2-0, swung on and missed. Big hack from Colby Maxwell. Count now sits 2-1. and one. Maxwell trying to help his own cause. He's in line for the win currently. 2-1. Fought off foul. And the count sits 2-2. Two and two. two away, top of the fifth inning. Valley Caledonia with a bit of a two-out rally. Here's Mork with the 2-1 pitch. Fouled back and again off the mask of the home plate umpire. That's the second time that's happened this game. Maybe the second time it's happened in an inning stretch. I think it happened last time just a half inning ago. Either way, the count remains two and two. With two away in the top of the fifth inning and a two-nothing lead for Valley Caledonia. They've got the bases loaded. 
pitch. Breaking ball, missing for a ball, and Butry has to hop back and get around the home plate umpire to get to it quickly, but staying at third is Kearns. And the count runs full at three and two, and with two outs and the bases loaded, that will unleash everyone. They'll all get a running start. The three-two, breaking ball misses upstairs for ball four, and walking in a run is Garrett Mork. Crossing the plate is Kearns. It's three-nothing Valley Caledonia. Keller Lowry will come to the plate. He's awaiting the pitch from Mork, who's taking his time. Here it comes. Popped up, playable on the infield. Mork there. He just comes off the hill, takes a step back, leans back to make the catch for the third and final out and end what was a two-out rally for the Valley Caledonia Vikings that plated two runs on three hits. No errors, but they do leave the bases loaded. We are through four and a half innings complete. Valley Caledonia leads three to nothing over Bismarck on AM 1240 KFMO. The Parkland Sports Leader. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager at Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a new or used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Auto Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. <laughs> is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. Bottom of the fifth inning we go. Bismarck with some work to do. They trail three to nothing as Colby Maxwell dealing on the mound so far. And Jesse Mack coming to the plate. Five, six, and seven due up for the Bismarck Indians. First pitch to Mack. He fouls it straight back. It's a fastball. Nine strikeouts on the game for Colby Maxwell. He has just been absolutely killing it on the hill today. The 0-1. In the dirt for a ball. One and one your count. Jesse Mack 0 for 1 on the day so far. He has been one of the nine strikeout victims from Colby Maxwell. Maxwell working efficiently throughout this game as well. That pitch there in for a strike. And that's the 49th pitch of the game from Colby Maxwell. Both pitchers have been very efficient, but Mork, courtesy of his 27 pitch, top of the fifth inning. He's now up to 72 on the game. Maxwell just delivered his 50th pitch of the game. Most he's thrown were 19 back in the second. Counts it's 2-2 two two to Jesse Mack. Here's the pitch. And in the air, right field and deep. Backing up is Kearns, and it's over his head and will one-hop the fence. 
Into second base with a double is Jesse Mack, and that's the first hit of the game for the Bismarck Indians, and we'll see if that can spark some offense for them. That thing taken for a ride to right center field. Colt Kearns, hard to tell off the bat whether or not he had a chance at it, but he would have needed some serious speed in right field to track that down. And with a runner on second, nobody out. Colby Maxwell will work from the stretch. Isaiah Faulkner digs in. Fastball taken on the inside part of the plate for a strike. Faulkner's got a walk on the day so far, and that's the only other base runner that Bismarck has had today. They all want Iron outside, missing for a ball. One and one, misses inside. Two and one, now your count. Maxwell taking his time with a runner on second, and he delivers the 2-1 pitch. It's a breaking ball that Faulkner reaches way outside to try to get a piece of the bat on it, and the count is 2-2. Two and two. The payoff fouled back. Count remains 2-2. Two, two. You have Jesse Mack at second base. Isaiah Faulkner at the plate. Joey Randazzo due up next. Maxwell sets chin high, looks to second twice, and delivers the 2-2. Two, two. It misses on the outside. Then the count is run full at 3-2. and two. Maxwell sets a 3-2. Outside, ball four, taking his base, Isaiah Faulkner. And there's two on, nobody out in the bottom of the fifth inning. Colby Maxwell has looked unstoppable up to this point so far. Jesse Mack with a leadoff double, Faulkner with a walk. And we've got two on, one in scoring position for Joey Randazzo. Randazzo shows bunt, and it's foul-tipped, and again gets the home plate umpire. I think that got him in the shoulder this time, not quite the mask. This is not the home plate umpire's lucky day as he's taken a couple shots. Might have got it off the left hand as well. He'll take his time and walk up the left side a little bit. And he's really favoring that left arm. And now he's going to go have a conversation with Chris Hayes, the head coach of the Bismarck Indians. So this is something you seldom see in injury timeout for the home plate umpire. Out of town scoreboard check. Mineral area overhead door brings it to you after three. Still no score between the Central Rebels and the Fredericktown Black Cats. And Fredericktown can keep up with a very good Central squad. Going to make things interesting once we get into the conference tournament time. Don't blame umpire's good to go. He's back behind the dish. Might have to get him that old school shield pad that umpires used to have way back in the day. Bunt right back to the pitcher, Maxwell. He'll Toss to first. It was the only play he had as it was a good jump off the bag at second from Mack. He's safe at third. Faulkner advances to second. The sacrifice successful for Joey Randazzo.
That'll bring Chad Dickey to the plate. And time called by Chris Hayes. We might see a pinch hitter here. Chad Dickey's the DH, so you seldom will see the DH be pinch hit. But he's making his way back to the dugout right now. And, yeah, we got a new hitter coming to the plate. Connor Brewster, who's going to step in, the junior. And the home plate umpire having a conversation with Trent Hartley, 11th-year head coach of the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Some of that, I'm sure, involving how he's doing after taking a couple shots. Each of the last half innings, I'm pretty sure, is when he's had some sort of pitch foul off of him. First pitch to Brewster, taken for a strike. Count is 0-1. Bismarck with two in scoring position, one away, bottom of the fifth inning, and it's pulled on the left-hand side. Noah Maxwell goes five-hole on him, right through the wickets, and into left field. One run scores, two run scores. It's a one-run ball game on the East six. Connor Brewster does the job put the ball in play and that's what the head coach of the Bismarck Indians Chris Hayes was telling me they wanted to do pregame and that's been the difference in their last two games when they put up 16 and 13 runs now the score at three to two Ian Bone will come to the plate Brewster at first low average lead over there and a fastball leans back Ian Bone. Count one and oh. Things could go from bad to worse for Maxwell and the Valley Caledonia Vikings here. If he can't escape trouble, you've got one away in the bottom of the fifth inning. Runner first, so you have a chance at a double play if you can turn it quickly. But after Ian Bone, we're back to the top of the order. The 2-0. Backing off the plate is Bone, but it's taken for a strike. Two and one now your count. A correction, one and two. The pitch. Breaking ball. And fought off foul. No, it is two and two, okay. They were flipping it around a couple times on the scoreboard out in center field. Set at the chin, Maxwell. And the 2-2 pitch. High and outside for a ball. 3-2 your count. And you do not want to walk in bone here if you're Colby Maxwell. That puts a lot of speed on the base paths for the top of the order. The 3-2. Called strike three on the low inside corner. Down on strikes goes Ian Bone for out number two. A big strikeout from Colby Maxwell. That brings Butry to the plate. He's 0 for 2 in the game so far. A pop out to right field and a fly out to right field. He's giving Cole Kearns a lot of work. Maxwell set. Pitch misses upstairs for a ball. To the top of the order that's had a hard time today against Colby Maxwell is waving at that pitch is Butry. Big hack from him. On deck is Fen Wilson. He's struck out twice. Mork in the hole. He's got a strikeout to his name as well. 1-1. One, one. 
way upstairs. Looked like it kind of slipped out of the hand a little early on Colby Maxwell. Counts it's two balls, one strike. The 2-1. Foul tip, 2-2. Two and two. And Maxwell can limit the damage to just two runs with a strikeout here. Keep his name in line for the win in a 3-2 game. And he does just that. On the outside part of the plate, swung through for strike three for Gavin Butry, and that ends the fifth inning. But not before the Bismarck Indians get two runs off of one hit, one error, and they leave one stranded. Three to two year score, Valley Caledonia out in front of Bismarck on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. To everyone who needs a little delight in their day, let our team member Paul tell you about one of our favorite sweet treats. Making special moments at mealtime is a tradition in Wisconsin. And what better way to sweeten your day than a Culver's creamy, fresh frozen custard and your favorite mix-ins. We handcraft every concrete mixer exactly the way you like. From caramel to your favorite candies like Butterfinger. Come to Culver's and let us make your day a little bit sweeter. From, From Wisconsin, Wisconsin with love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. LaCary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted Best Body Shop in the Parkland in 2018, American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LaCary Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by the Riverside Grill in Park Hills, Ledco Community Credit Union in Farmington and Park Hills, the St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, and Edward Jones agents Josh Brown in Farmington and Allison Kennan in Park Hills. Valley Caledonia with a lead of 3-2 to two in the top of the sixth inning. They'll send 5-6-7 and seven to the plate against Garrett Mork. And the first pitch, that slider from Mork called a strike. Leo one as he's working quickly. Slider fought off foul, and it goes off of K.J. Tiffenauer. Count remains 0-2. Mork set just above the belt. Leo two. Missing low and away for a ball. One ball, two strikes your count. Here's the pitch. Slider swung on a miss. K.J. Tiffenauer down for out number one. That's the second time he struck out swinging in this game. And for Mork, that's his seventh strikeout of the game. Mork's had a solid stat line through this game. Five hits, three runs, only two of them earned. He struck out seven, walked four. That's an issue for him in this game. But otherwise, 
He is in line for the loss, but it's not been a terrible start for him. As this pitch fought off foul and goes off of Ethan Tiffenauer in foul territory. So the count it's 0-1. Noah Maxwell is on deck. Leal one. Swung on a miss. Count 0-2. Hold foul up the left field line. And it remains an 0-2 count. With the one away in the top of the sixth inning. And time's called as the ball makes its way back into play. We might have just tossed it back onto the field. And Ethan Tiffenauer will dig back in to the right-handed batter's box. Awaits the pitch from the righty Garrett Mork. Pitch number 80 on the game for Mork. Look out, it's a breaking ball that Ethan Tiffenauer has to lean forward to avoid being hit by. Count now sits one and two. Mork working quickly. The pitch popped up, left field. Jesse Mack makes his way onto the grass from the shortstop position. He's got it for out number two. And with two down in the top of the sixth inning, that brings Noah Maxwell to the plate. Bismarck's got six outs to get at least one more run to tie this game up. And they'll start off the bottom of the sixth inning with two, three, and four coming to the plate. As Noah Maxwell digs in. Pitch to him. Slider dropped in for a strike. Noah Maxwell is 0 for 1, has a walk, caught stealing second base, and popped out to second. That's his day so far. Fastball missing away for a ball. One and one your count. Mork's got it, and the 1-1. Missing for a ball. Two balls, one strike your count to Maxwell. Shortstop for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Here's the 2 1 to him. Oh, did that get him? Ah, just misses inside. It was that slider again. It's got a ton of movement from Mork. The misses inside on Maxwell as he had to lean out of the way of that one, and he ducks underneath. Ball four. He takes his base. Gets away from the catcher, Gavin Butry, momentarily, but not a ton of real estate behind home plate here at Bismarck High School, so. He jumps on top of it and gets it back to the pitcher, Mork Ma- Maxwell, at first. Drew McLean to the plate. His day so far, struck out swinging and a walk. Mork with a couple looks to first, with two away and a runner on. Delivers a first pitch strike, low and inside to Drew McLean, count 0-1. Mork, snap throw to first, diving back in time is Maxwell. As we again check the out-of-town scoreboard, and we've got a run between Central and Fredericktown, and it's the Rebels who strike first. One to nothing, they lead after four. Pitch misses for a ball, one and one your count. Mork, 
Picks over at first. Decent lead over there for Maxwell. Swung on, hit to the opposite field. Drew McLean. It lands in front of Sven Wilson, who dives out in right field and drops for a base hit. Maxwell advances to third on the play. It's a two-out single in the top of the sixth inning for Drew McLean. And Cole Kearns will come to the plate nine-hitter for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. He's one for one on the day so far. Worked a walk, singled on a fly ball to left field. Kearns has had a good game out of the nine spot, and we've got time called, and we've got a meeting on the mound as the head coach of the Bismarck Indians, Chris Hayes, will go out and have a conversation with his starting pitcher, Garrett Mork. Mork's still got some pitches to work with. If he stays in for another pitch, it'll be his 90th of the game, but he doesn't have much more to work with after that. He's got up to... 90 or 105 excuse me available to his name he was still a sophomore or a freshman he's a junior this year but a year or two years ago he would have had just six more pitches that he can throw that extra 10 can be a difference sometimes as to whether or not you get to last an inning longer but one way or another Bismarck will probably need another pitcher for the top of the seventh inning unless Mork can get a quick out here Long meeting involving the entire infield is adjourned with Mork still standing on the mound. You've got runners at the corners, Maxwell at third, McLean at first. We got a courtesy runner out at first base, in fact, for McLean. Chase DeClue. Chase DeClue, courtesy ran for Drew McLean earlier, came all the way around to score one of the three runs for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Breaking ball, missing on the outside part of the plate. Count is 1-0. And like we talked about before, if Mork can't get Cole Kearns out once again, that'll set the table for the top of the lineup for Valley Caledonia. And a bases loaded situation as well. Pitch in the dirt gets away from Butry. Staying at third is Maxwell advancing to second is DeClue. And the Bismarck Indians will let him have it. Would have been tough sledding to try to get DeClue out at second and if you don't that opens up an opportunity for Maxwell to scamper home and get an insurance run across the plate for the Valley Caledonia Vikings fastball upstairs chased by Cole Kearns two and one now your count as Mork working quickly the pitch upstairs three and one first base is open but again you don't want to load up the bases for the top of the order Mork, the 3-1. Slider got the low outside corner, and the count is full at 3-2. First base is open, as I said before, so that won't open up a chance for DeClue and Maxwell to get a running start. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Bought off foul and touched in foul territory by Butry. Count remains full, 3-2. Cole Kearns trying to reach base safely for the third time this game. If he does, he'll certainly have a case to make for player of the game. But he won't this time. Mork blows the fastball by him for strike three, and that will end the top of the sixth inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, and two runners left stranded in scoring position by the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Bismarck with Wilson, Mork, and Hedrick come to the plate when we return after this. They trail by one, three to two on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO.
Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. It's finally warming up. The sun is shining. The rain is falling, which means the flowers are blooming. And I have a fever. Spring fever, that is. Ashley Sism here from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the Lifetime Warranty. The sunshine makes us happy around here, and we want to help spread the fever. So get outside and come check out our spring fever sales event. Cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs from Ford to Volkswagen and all makes and models in between. We have window tech specials popping up like daisies. Allergies may have you in a fog, but it's clear to clear here this April. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer and nicer car this spring with no hassles. Do some spring cleaning and trade your old car now, even if you owe more than it's worth. We want to help you jump over all those bad credit puddles and get you approved. You may just end up with spring fever too. Find your car, find your payment, and find yourself driving away in a newer, nicer car during our spring fever sales event. But hurry, we won't be spring cleaning for long. We want you to visit us today at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or shop online at sism4.com. Some negative equity may be refinanced. Offers may not combine. See dealer for details. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Carry Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyd & Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. We head to the bottom of the sixth inning. Good opportunity for Bismarck if they want to close in on this one-run lead for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. 3-2 to two they trail, but they've got the heart of the order. Coming to the plate, 2-3-4, and four, and it starts off on a first-pitch ball to Sven Wilson, who's not happy to see Colby Maxwell still out on the hill. Maxwell has really had his number throughout this game as that pitch misses for a ball. 2-0 your count. Struck out looking twice. That's the day for Sven Wilson so far. And he's chased a number of fastballs upstairs, too. Pitching the outside part of the plate. This one hit on the ground towards second. Scooped up by Todd on first one away in the bottom of the sixth inning. Garrett Mork now coming to the plate. Trying to help his own cause. He's in line for the loss. He's delivered 96 pitches throughout this game. Even if he starts the seventh inning, it'll have to be an uber-efficient half inning for him to complete the seven innings. As the first pitch to him, he waves it upstairs. 0-1 your count. Mork awaits the pitch. Got frozen on that breaking ball from Colby Maxwell. A knee-buckling breaking ball, and the count is 0-2. Here's the pitch. Fought off foul. Count remains 0-2 to Garrett Mork. With one away in the bottom of the sixth inning and a 3-2 lead for Valley Caledonia. Breaking ball just missing upstairs. Not enough break on it, says the home plate umpire. The one-two, fastball sent to the backstop. It's a two-two count. Carter Hedrick waiting his turn on deck as Mork digs back in. The two-two popped up on the infield right-hand side. 
Todd calls off the first baseman, Tiffenauer, and he's got it for out number two. That'll bring Carter Hedrick to the plate. Hedrick also having a tough time against Colby Maxwell this game. Struck out swinging twice. Breaking ball, dropped in for strike one. Carter Hedrick. Colby Maxwell not only being efficient, but in attack mode as well. About two-thirds of his pitches have been for strikes. He'll go up there. And there's the breaking ball, swung on a miss by Carter Hedrick. Trying to avoid the golden sombrero in his third strike out of the game. EO2 from Maxwell. Check swing, did he go around? The appeal to first, no he did not. Lucky break, that was certainly out of case for that being strike three swinging. Instead, here's the one two. Outside part of the plate, it misses for a ball, two and two. Good patience from Carter Hedrick, bringing the count back even. Maxwell set at the chest. A 2-2. Swung on and missed. Strike three, a 1-2-3. Bottom of the sixth inning from Colby Maxwell and the Valley Caledonia Vikings capped off by his 12th strikeout of the game. We head to the seventh. Last chance for Valley Caledonia to add to their lead. They're up 3-2 over the Bismarck Indians on AM 1240 KFMO. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Top of the seventh inning, Valley Caledonia leads 3-2. to two, Trying to open up conference play with a win on the road. It'll be even Todd to lead things off as Valley Caledonia will begin the seventh inning with the top of their order. And it'll begin the fourth time through the order as well. One for three on the day is Todd. Ground out to third, strikeout looking, and singled on a hard ground ball to left field. I got between the shortstop and third baseman. And he'll look to set the table for Aiden Sims, who's had a great game. Three singles for Sims. First pitch. Taken for a ball on the outside part of the plate. Garrett Mork still on the hill. Just delivering his 97th pitch by my count. The 1-0. Strike on the high outside part of the plate. 1-1. One one. Todd digs in. 
The 1-1. Oof. Waves at that one that, honestly, if he stood still, might have hit Hayden Todd. He's behind in the count, 1-2. and two. Mork hikes the leg and delivers the pitch. In the dirt for a ball, 2-2. Two and two. Mentioned Todd's up here. Sims is on deck. After that, it's Colby Maxwell. 2-2. Swung on and missed. Just an uncomfortable at-bat from Todd as he chases one way outside, and he goes down on strikes. Ninth strikeout of the game for Garrett Mork. And that brings Aiden Sims to the plate, who's been his kryptonite today out of the left-handed batter's box. One hopper to the plate. Want to know your count, Sims. Sims in his first single was gunned out, trying to stretch it to a double, but he's been safe other than that. And this one, hard hit towards second. Sliding stop by Randazzo to first in time. Nifty play from Randazzo to prevent Sims from going 4-4 four to four on the day. That one was looking like it was going to be into the gap. And Randazzo would have to reach out for it, but it kind of had some weird spin on it and wound up eating up Randazzo, but he handled it clean and was still able to get the throw over to first in time to get the speedy Sims down. That brings Colby Maxwell to the plate. First pitch to him, checks his swing, lays off the slider, and the count is 1-0. Maxwell. 0 for 2 on the day, struck out swinging. A ground out on the left-hand side to the pitcher in Mork. And a walk. That's his day so far. Mork finds the strike zone there, and the count sits 1-1. One one. Bismarck High School, home of the Indians. They put on a great 4th of July show at this ballpark here every year. Roped into left field. It'll one-hop in front of the left fielder, Faulkner, for a base hit. It's a two-out single for Colby Maxwell, and that brings Keller Lowry to the plate. Time called, and that's it for Garrett Mork. He just delivered his 105th pitch. He's done. And so he cannot go the full seven innings, and instead it's going to be a new pitcher that will come on. For the Bismarck Indians is Maxwell making his way back into the dugout. And stripping off the catcher gear is Butry. I imagine we'll see him come on and pitch in relief. The book isn't entirely closed on Garrett Mork, but here's what his line score says so far. Six and two-thirds innings pitched. He's faced 30 batters on now 106 pitches. He threw 39 of them for balls, 67 for strikes. He allowed seven hits, three runs, two of them were earned, walked five, struck out nine, ERA of 2.1. He left six runners stranded. He is responsible for the runner in Colby Maxwell at first, and he's in line for the loss as currently stands right now. now. The Bismarck Indians will bat in the home half of the seventh inning, and they'll send five, six, and seven to the plate with Jesse Mack to lead things off. As we're awaiting Butry to come out. I don't think anyone joined them in the dugout, so we could be seeing Mork potentially. All well, the catcher gear is just kind of left out there on the field. 
So unless someone else has their own, I'm not quite sure yet who the catcher is going to be for the Bismarck Indians. And we still haven't seen anyone make their way back out of the dugout for Bismarck since both Mork and Butry made their way in there. Keller Lowry will be coming to the plate here. He's had a tough day so far. He'll be happy to see Garrett Mork off the hill. Strikeout looking, hit on a hard ground ball on the left-hand side and reached on an error by Jesse Mack and popped out to the pitcher Garrett Mork. That's his day so far, an 0-for-3 stat line. He can reach safely. It's K.J. Tiffenauer who will come to the plate. And, yeah, it's going to be Garrett Mork who comes out, sits down behind home plate, and will start to put on the catcher's gear that Butry rid himself of as he makes his way onto the hill and will await Garrett Mork so he can begin his warm-up tosses. Butry, a righty, will take over in relief here for the Bismarck Indians. His stat line on the season, 12 innings to lead the team. He's allowed three runs, five hits, walked four, struck out 17. He's 2-0 on the season, has not allowed an earned run yet. He has allowed three unearned runs on the season. Begins his warm-up tosses here to Garrett Mork. Here's the situation. It's a 3-2 ball game, Valley Caledonia. They hold the lead over the Bismarck Indians. They led in this game 1-0 after Aiden Sims in the fourth reached on a single, advanced to second on a ground out, and came around to score on an error by Jesse Mack off the bat of Keller Lowry. Then an inning later in the fifth, it was the bottom of the order who got things going for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Drew McLean worked to walk. Came around to score on a number of singles. That came from Cole Kearns, Hayden Todd, and finally Aiden Sims is the one who brought him home. Kearns then was walked home on Colby Maxwell's walk. And the Bismarck Indians were able to get two of those runs back in the home half of the fifth inning. Jesse Mack Led off the inning with a double. He and Faulkner each swiped the bag after Faulkner worked a walk and scored on an error on the left-hand side. Commit by the shortstop. Swung on a miss. First pitch from Butry. A strike to Keller Lowry. Look to first. Set at the belt is Butry. Misses way off the plate for a ball. One and one your count. Two away here in the top of the seventh. Butry really taking his time. Quite the change of pace from what we've seen from Maxwell and Mork throughout this game so far. A couple peaks to first as he sets and misses on the outside part of the plate for a ball. Two and one. And a big topic around Major League Baseball, the pitch clock. Tell you what. Mork, he wouldn't mind it. Maxwell wouldn't mind it. Butry might have some words to say about it. Popped up, center field, bone comes on. He's got it for the third and final out to end 
the top of the seventh inning. So Butry comes on and gets the third out after just four pitches, but it takes 14 total and bounces Mork from the game. He's in line for the loss unless his Bismarck Indians can pick up a run here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Last chance for the Indians. They trail the Valley Caledonia Vikings 3-2 on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. At Missouri Baptist University, students experience more than higher education. It's more than degrees and more than meaningful relationships. It's about transformation. The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness and set the foundation to become the person you've always wanted, your best. MBU is the place to build character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobap.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. We won't be beat. Placid Tire Service is the low price leader on tires. And if you do manage to find a lower price on the comparable tire, we'll match it with our low price pledge. Stretch your dollars with outstanding deals from Placid Tire Service on tires for your car, van, truck, crossover, SUV, and more. Placid Tire Service has a huge selection of tires in stock and ready to install today. Plus, get six months deferred interest on purchases of $149 or more with your Plaza Tire Service card. For the best deal on tires, see Plaza Tire Service. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Jesse Mack, five-hitter for the Bismarck Indians, will lead off the bottom of the seventh inning. They need one run here. First pitch, fastball high and outside for a ball, 1-0. Mack digs in, and the 1-0 pitch. Waves at it, 1-1. After Jesse Mack, it's Isaiah Faulkner who's due up next. And Joey Randazzo, that's all the players who are guaranteed to bat here for the Bismarck Indians. And that one way outside. This is for a ball, two and one. Colby Maxwell, he's got some pitches to work with here. He just delivered his 91st. A 2-1. Popped up. Shallow right field. Kearns comes on, and he's got it for out number one. He had to go a long way to make a play on that one, but thankfully for him, plenty of air under that shallow pop fly to right. And Mack is down, and that brings Isaiah Faulkner to the plate. Faulkner hasn't recorded an at-bat in this game yet. Just two walks in his day so far. As Colby Maxwell trying to get the complete game victory. Misses upstairs in the zone for a ball. Want to know your count. Faulkner with the pitch, outside part of the plate, misses 2-0. 2 pitch, inside, called a strike. And the 2-1. Swung on and miss upstairs, 2-2. Two and two. Maxwell draws set at the chin. Here's the 2-2. 
Swung on and missed. Strike three. It's foul tip. McLean hangs on to it. Two down, and the Bismarck Indians down to their final out, and here comes Joey Randazzo to the plate. Bit of a cold day out here, overcast skies, 54 degrees, not quite the warm weather that we had in the beginning of the week. There's a fastball waved at by Randazzo. He falls behind 0-1. Cold enough where he's wearing a long-sleeve shirt, jersey, if you will, over the top of his uniform. Pitch taken for a strike. Bismarck down to their final strike. He's got the number on the back. As there's a fastball on the outside part of the plate, missing for a ball. Bismarck stays alive. Count is now one and two. And it says Bismarck across the front in white lettering with a black trim. It's quite the opposite of the Indians in black lettering with a white trim written on the regular part of the uniform. Breaking ball. Trying to frame it is McLean. Doesn't get the call. And it counts it's two and two. Maxwell. Trying to wrap up the complete game victory. The 2-2. Swung on and miss. Strike three. Capping off a 14 strikeout performance for Colby Maxwell as he gets the victory for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. They move to 4-1 and one on the season. Bismarck down to an even 500 on the year. See their two-game winning streak snapped. They fall to 3-3 three and three on the season. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Post Game Show. Coming up next on AM 1240 KFMO.